Welcome. <laughs> Welcome to Go For Side Effects, everybody. I'm your host, Kevin Simon. You all know my co-host, good-looking John over there. How you doing, buddy? <laughs> I'm doing good. Thanks, man. How y'all? <laughs> well, welcome to 2023, everybody. I hope y'all are listening, and I hope y'all enjoy this program because it is going to be a special night because we got Janetta. She is out of Iowa, and she is a veteran service officer. Now, some of y'all can write in, ask questions, and, you know, there's things. But, Janetta, please introduce yourself and kind of tell a little bit of background about what you do and everything, how long you've been doing it. Sure, sure. My name is Janetta Buck, yeah, and I'm the Hardin County uh, Veteran Service Officer. I have been with Hardin County only since July, but prior to that, I was with Grundy County for about five years. Um, I came across this job. It was offered as a part-time job. I have something in common with you um, that you didn't know about, Kevin, is I, too, own a hair salon. I do cut <laughs> hair. All right. <laughs> Still do, still do a little bit on the side, but um, my kid, I did it while my kids growing up. It was a great profession, but I had went back to school, got a degree and um, was kind of ready to use my brain a different way. And so I saw this, this job advertised veteran service officer and uh, applied for it here in Grundy County. It was a part-time job. I didn't get it the first time around. I lost out to a veteran. Fair enough. Um, and that didn't work out. You know, um, you do have to have a certain skill set to do this job. And um, so it didn't work out. But that gal who actually took the job called me and said it didn't work out for her and I should reapply. And so I did and got the job and worked in Grundy for about five years uh, on a part time basis. And then recently switched to Hardin County to be a full time VSO. All right. So you don't do hair anymore. Just a little bit, you know, friends and family, but I have a huge family, so that kind of, they still keep me busy, <laughs> busy so enough. Sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I know, you know, right? Like, you're sitting there on your second beer at the family gathering, and they're just like, pick that, right? <laughs> yeah, hey, I need my hair done. <laughs> All yeah. Right, so I want like, yeah. to kick this off, Janetta, with starting out by, um, you know, thanking every veteran service officer out there. Because uh, y'all don't get enough appreciation. I, I, I truly believe that. Y'all work your butts off, and I'm putting that nicely. I'm, uh, y'all's butts off out there for helping every veteran that is trying to get some type of uh, form of help. Not, you know, get their benefits, I guess. What, what they have earned. Because that, that's why I tell everybody. I don't call them benefits. I say it's something that they earned. So... With that being said, we got a lot of Desert Storm Go For veterans listening in, and I definitely would like to talk to you about some of the presumptives because we, we mainly hear of what three main presumptives, John? That is fibromyalgia, uh, chronic fatigue, and IBS. And why, why is that uh, such a factor whenever a veteran, a Go For veteran, is following? Well, you know, the thing about those three presumptives uh, and conditions is, you know, they all kind of fall into the Gulf War syndrome, which is a tough thing to get diagnosed. Um, and that is why I encourage every Gulf War veteran, especially now that they have done the special open enrollment from October to October of this coming year, to get enrolled in VA healthcare. Because here's, here's what I want every veteran out there to know. 
Um, and I know a lot of them are hesitant to use VA healthcare. I, I know you were at one point too, watching your previous podcast, understandably. Um, and to every veteran under out there, it is understandably, but I would like everybody to remember that in any profession, it's not perfect. Everybody's human. So you're going to run across those errors, whether you're at the VA health or private sector, but the deal with VA healthcare is those docs, are trained to work with veterans. Those nurses are trained to work with veterans who have been exposed to these toxic substances. So, um, you know, they are putting the dots together and that is helping us as VSOs because when we file claims, um, the, the VA has a duty to assist and that duty to assist is to uh, investigate all evidence that is before them. And that includes the VA healthcare um, diagnosis, records, all of those things. So um, that is my message is please go get enrolled in VA healthcare, which I'm not sure that answered your question. No, no, and no. why are those the three main presumptives? I wish I knew. Is it the nerve gas? Is it the MREs? Is it, I? you know, I'm not exactly sure what is the cause. Is it a little bit of everything? Yeah, that's what I think it is. I think it's a little bit of everything. Well, we'll definitely know whenever the Brits have their day in court, which is coming up. Uh, the Brits, I don't know if you were able to hear that podcast, but uh, the Britain is about to do a really big lawsuit against their government for the Amtrak shot. It's about something in it. So I'm really curious to see how that goes for them to, to know what it does for us here. And so, and, yeah, they and, do. And I know the. I have a lot of, yeah, a lot of Gulf War veterans are feeling that at least come into my office really feel like their health changed after they got that vaccination, yeah. or that series of vaccinations because I know that wasn't just the only one they received. <laughs> but um, and you know, I mean, even in America, you know, here in America, they banned it there for a hot second and then they reinstated it. Uh, due to like the emergency in certain circumstances. So even here in America, the anthrax immunization is no longer standard. Oh, wow. Yeah. Back in 1998, they, they started listening to it. I think in 2002 is whenever it was. Yeah. And so I, I want to ask you a really, I know John's got some questions, but I just want to ask one really important question that everybody needs to hear. Why is it important to have a VSO officer what are you going to file? You know, the craziest thing about my position, and I think one of the things that people don't understand, and it's not this way in every state, but in Iowa, I'm employed by the county to be an advocate for veterans on every level, on the county level, on the state level, and on the federal level. So I am trying to find every veteran, every benefit on every level, level that they are entitled to, that they have earned um, and it's not that way in every state, but even if you're working for the state, you're still working on kind of a grassroots level as an advocate for that veteran. I'm not working for the VA. I'm trying to hear my job basically is to navigate the VA for you to figure out how to get you through the VA. And there's just certain boxes you have to check. There's certain words you have to use. And, um, that's my job to know that. It's your job to come to me with um, your issues 
and uh, desires, like what can I get out of the VA that I am entitled to? Um, and then it's, it's my job to, to kind of match those dots up. Right. And when does the PACT Act go So in? that's why everyone needs <laughs> one. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and that's just it. You know, uh, I'm, I mean, even with Discord event that I put on here, that his go his VSO didn't even know about uh, GWI, go for illness. But it, you do find that. It, I do find in different states, different areas, I don't know why, some know about the go for and some don't know anything about the go for That's what amazes me. Yeah, and that it is a it is an issue. I'm not going to lie. We all are, all of us service officers are nationally accredited through the National Association of County Veteran Service Officers. Um, but it is like John said a little bit earlier before we came on air. You know, it's it's one of those jobs that you can make the most of, or I suppose you can just keep the oxygen up in your office if nobody's watching. You know, <laughs> well, what, but that's what are not me. What, no, I'm I'm here to tell you. I know for a fact, Janetta has been a great help to my to myself and helping uh, local veterans. Um, and and the thing of it is, understanding to go to the VSO. And I've heard from more than one veteran. Well, I don't want to take something that you know could go to another veteran. And I'm just going to call that a, a bullshit because the bottom line is our government has plenty of money to take care of you and just accept what it is that you have coming to you and take that uh go to that vso because if you try and do it yourself it is more likely than not that you will screw up somehow the paperwork because it's it's political i guess for lack of a better term and and like janetta the vsos they understand what as she described it earlier what boxes to check and so on and so forth you're not going to the likelihood of being successful on your own is I'm not saying it's impossible because there are some that have been successful doing it. But the bottom line is they're there to help you go to them and get things moving. It isn't going to happen. You have to, like we've said so many times, you have to advocate for yourself. Use your tool. One of those tools is your VSO officer. Take advantage of it. They're there to help you. So I like that, John. Yeah, that is exactly what they're at, at no charge either. Like no veterans should have to pay to get the benefits that they're entitled to. So that's another message I want to get out there. You know, there's, there's no charge. There's, that is not, that is not how the VA wants you to get your benefits. You know, they believe they're, that you're entitled to them too. And I know that it's been hard and there, it seems like sometimes they're the enemy. Um, but I, I really have, have had a lot of success, and I think the success comes from just figuring out their system, figuring out what they need, checking all the right boxes. Um, so it's easy to go into it and find see this redundant form that is asking the same question 16 times in five different ways and, um, you know, get frustrated, and then, you know, they'll send it back to you if it's not right. So, yeah, there's definitely a position you know, a need for an advocate. Oh, that, it's right. clunky. The, the VA system is a clunky. It's not efficient. It's not perfect. No, what? I, and I, I don't. I don't think anything's perfect. But I, I need to ask you because the PACT Act that that was such a big deal for a lot of the veterans. I call it a piece of shit act because I don't yeah. think I, I do because I. <laughs> I mean, for Camp June, I think it's great. But why do you have to? Have, <laughs> Why do you have to have a, 
a pact act to take care of your veterans. I don't get it. I just don't understand it. But, uh, Jeanette, when does that go into effect? Well, you know, and all the dates are... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Me and all sorts of ESOs across the nation are waiting for better directions from the VA. Um, but, you know, there are some I, and long overdue, and I, I would agree with you, like it's ridiculous. But, you know, I have got, you know, I have guys that served on the Thai air bases that have Parkinson's. They're mm-hmm. finally going to get service connected because of the PACT Act. Hopefully before they die, you know, because yeah. of the dates are all over the place. But, um you know, I have submitted some claims for the new presumptive uh, hypertension. They've already been to their CMP exam. So maybe the VA is going to get it right this time. I don't know. You know, I always hope for the best. And, and, well, and, uh, go ahead, John. No, I was just, the, the term that Janetta used a short time ago, and I think it's spot on. Uh, the VA can be a little bit clunky and like, and it's not perfect. And one of the things I would say to veterans that are listening, because Janetta, um, Kevin, you know, because of uh, somebody we recently tried to help out. If if you don't go to the VA, if you don't get, if you don't put yourself in there, and heaven forbid something happened to yourself down the road, it is much more difficult for your loved ones to take advantage of the fact that you served. You have to go to the VA. Think of Others, if you don't want to think of yourself, think of your loved ones and utilize the VA and get yourself into that so that, heaven forbid, something goes away down the line, that loved one can go back to the VSO and the VSO can have records to get back on say, oh, yeah, they came in for this or, oh, yeah, they came in for that. If there's no records, there is no guarantee. Like Janetta says, you have to get in. You have to get into the VA and get that, get that rolling. It's not automatic. Just because you serve does not mean you're in the VA. You're a veteran. It doesn't. And you know, yeah, you and yeah, we've learned that the hard way. Haven't we, John? Yes. You know, trying to help a, yes, unfortunately. And, and that is really hard. I know for a guy like John and also myself to, to have to say that, you know, to a widow is like, I'm, I'm sorry. You know, your husband did not take advantage of his VA benefits. So therefore, there are no benefits for you or your child. But that's that's what gets me is, that, you know, because I talk to all these vets. I'm like, hey, are y'all enrolled at all? And they're like, no, I said, at least get enrolled. So that way your benefits roll over to your family. And they're just looking at me like oh, I'm nuts. And I'm like, I just learned this. If you're not enrolled, you're not doing your family any a bit of good at all. And I think that's yeah. terrible. Yeah. And here yeah, again, and that's, you know, so yeah, like the PACT Act again, not perfect. It's what I have. I have my newsletter here. It is, um, how did I describe it? Like 150 pages of a maracaratus. That's it. Maracaratus. <laughs> Bullcrap, you know, but here's what it boils down to, you know, and the good stuff is most any veteran that has served since the Gulf War can, can get enrolled in VA healthcare. And even if they don't have the presumptives that are listed right this second, they, they may have a long life to live and they may develop later. So, and another thing is the more people that utilize VA benefits, especially healthcare, the more funding it, it gets. 
So, so that old logic that John kind of touched on about like you're taken away from somebody else, that is exactly the opposite is exactly the opposite. If you're utilizing your benefits, you're actually helping your brother down the road, utilize his. There you go. That's, that's a good way of putting that. And, and, you know, uh, me me and John uh, put together what we call the uh, veteran outreach program where we're trying to reach these veterans to help them out, to make them understand, hey, look, you, you know, you, it, it, all you need is your DD-214. This is not a benefit because I, I speak at church function and my, at my church, and I explain to them, this is not a benefit. This is what you earn. This is what your brothers and sisters and everybody put their life on the line for is in yourself. And so that way you come back and y'all have earned it. These benefits, you earned it. I mean, uh, right. Yes. One of the, one of the things, one of the things that Sarah wanted me to, to, to uh, mention to you, uh, Janetta was, she goes that veterans that have not been, that were not deployed and suffer from military toxic exposures and result of vaccine given are eligible for the PACT Act, which I, I'm like, wow, what, really? So if you were not deployed, but yet you were given these vaccines and you suffer, uh, evidently there's money in the PACT Act for this, and I had no idea. I mean, um, she wanted to know if you were aware of that, Jeanette. I don't know if you are or not. Um, I, I'm still learning about that, um, and that's how I kind of learned about um the whole anthrax vaccine um, sort of like that they discontinued it, which was kind of, you know, them saying that maybe there was something up with the anthrax (laughs) vaccine. And as you well know, like, you know, obviously more than just the deployed people got that vaccine. So I think that is where that coming, that is coming from. So yeah, I am, I am excited to learn more about that just so that those folks, you know, know that they have, some options well i think we we try to put out i mean you know kevin and i sarah wager everybody that's part of the program at some given point the biggest thing i think that we want to put out to veterans i mean we can all bitch moan gripe and complain say we were we we had this happen to us we had that happen to us and 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 you're not going to get any arguments from the fellow veterans and you're likely not going to win any argument up against our government the bottom line is Let's focus more on what is what are you eligible for in the way of benefits to to battle against Uncle Sam because well you did this to me or you did that to me that's that's really not what what we're about we're about how can you what what can you what can we do to help your uh, help your life help your uh, your daily life um, whatever that is um, we know there's no band aids. It, well, let me rephrase that. It's <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. It, 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 yeah, yeah, okay. Right. Don't, don't <laughs> I mean, put that band aid on band-aids. my head. <laughs> it's yeah. all band aids. So, anyway, information is power. Information is how do we, and that, and Jenna, you learn, Kevin and I learn, we all learn how difficult it is to get that service connection. Um, and there doesn't even necessarily have to be the fact that, well, I wasn't deployed here. I wasn't deployed there. I'm not you know, eligible. Well, yeah, yeah, you are. I had a gentleman say, well, I was in Vietnam, but I wasn't in country. I was out on the boat. Sir, you were in country. You were there. You're, you <laughs> yeah, were there, yeah. sir. 
You know, you were there. I yeah, mean, you were taking a shower in it, bro. You didn't even know it. <laughs> right? and, and that's that's what gets me is because you know somebody says, "Well, you you weren't in the desert." Oh no, I, I was in the desert. I, I went in the desert. I don't care what anybody says. If boom, do, uh, doom buggy, but by golly, I was in the desert. But also, but we also hit ports and stuff. I, I mean, but I understand what you're saying. Oh, I was in the navy. I was underwater. This, this, and this. Brother, you're carrying that crap on your ship, man. <laughs> I can tell you right now, and and that's the thing that gets me is you know the Vietnam guys, is that, and I I guess that's the one thing that I will be thankful for the Vietnam guys more more than anything because they're the ones who really started opening up my eyes about hey what did they do to you over there. And what are you entitled to? What are your benefits? And that's why I started learning, like, every state, which, Janetta, this is the part I want to go through. States also have benefits for veterans. Like, Yes, that is correct. Yeah, Texas has a Hazelwood Act. Uh, they have, if you become 100%, you don't pay property taxes. Uh, hunting and fishing license, which is my favorite one. <laughs> Is free. Yep, Iowa too. Yep. Right, and then uh, I mean, th there's so many out, so much out there that people don't realize that they have license plate. I think in Texas is fifty percent. You you get free toll roads. Uh, I mean, so I'm grateful for that because I really freaking hate driving on toll roads and paying a dollar twenty five every time I go through one. You know. Oh, tow roads. I was like, toe, what the hell? Is, I thought you said sorry. tow ropes. Sorry, sorry, like, sorry. I, I was using redneck tow. I was that. like, we could really use that tow rope thing up yeah. here in Iowa. <laughs> hey, y'all got the damn airplanes that fly over, take a picture when you're speeding. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. We <laughs> do. Car, no, I got right. a ticket in Iowa for that crap. <laughs> how the hell does that airplane know how fast I'm going? Don't give me that little crock crap. Because it takes you so, so much time. We've kind of gone 50-50 on paying those and haven't had any negative <laughs> outcomes. So I'm not sure if you actually have to pay those. Uh, right. But, I, I, like, guys, get in touch of a local VSO. If you don't like your VSO, get another one. If you don't yeah, like Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's another message I'd really like veterans to know. You know, if you go to your county and it just doesn't work, you know, personality conflict, you know their brother and can't stand them. There's a million reasons. We live in rural Iowa, so it's a really small pond here. You know, go to the county over, and they'll help you too. Like, it is in our code in the state of Iowa that I, I'm obligated to help any and all veterans that walk through my door. So, um, you know, I have helped a handful of, of veterans outside of, of the county that I'm working for. And, you know, if you give me a good reason why it's just not working, that's okay. I'll help you. Right, right, and and, and uh, Sheila uh, Plowman. I hope I said that correctly. Uh, there's two things she put. She said, "Wait, who's from Iowa? John and Jeanette are from Iowa. <laughs> Kevin yep. is from Texas. If you cannot tell by the accent, but she put, I'm grateful for this. I feel terrible for those who have passed and didn't get their due. It's very sad, and that's true. That's a great point, and that's exactly." what this program tonight is about is go down and and know what your benefits are for not just federal not just 
your VA hospital, but your state. Your local areas also have it, too. You know, there's a lot of things in your local areas that uh, do a lot of things for VA, for veterans. I Believe it or not, I was quite surprised around here. See, in, in my county, Jeanette, it's, it's uh, number one in the most patriotic county in the United States. And there's so much out here, I couldn't even tell you what what all. Like, here, we, we have a local area that you can have, put your name on, and it's a big old uh, veteran. It's almost like a thank you. And so that's that's what's really cool. So there's so much. Be a part of it. Be uh, I believe everybody, even me, should be a part of VFW. Uh, yeah, and, definitely. Uh, I mean, and you know, yeah. And as a veteran service officer, like I'm nationally accredited with the NAVSCO, but I'm also cross accredited with the American Legion. You know, so um, when you come in and you start a claim, you know, I'm I'm your advocate on a local level, and then and then we pick an advocate for you on the federal level. You know, and lots of times I recommend the American Legion, but there's also the DAV, there's also the VFW. I've had great experiences with all of those social service organizations. So, you know, that's another thing that veterans should know is that, um, you know, so it's layered. There are more than one one entity, you know, looking out for you and your claim. So let's say it does it gets denied. It goes into appeal. So I, I then hand it off to the American Legion, who has affiliates in D.C. with attorneys, if it goes to the VBA, that can cover your claim free of charge. There are a lot of reasons to, to get connected with your VSO. Oh, yes, yes. And uh, John, uh, Sheila, put down this. I don't remember if, if she said, I don't remember if you remember uh, Kevin Troy, uh, but Troy was at Camp Lejeune. And I mentioned that you and John, and you said to find out more. And we, we did and contacted a friend of Troy's that, that, that was there. And right, I, I mean, believe it or not, Camp Lejeune, uh, that uh, there's two parts to here that that I, w- I want to say, Janetta, and and I tell me if you think this is is right or wrong. I believe you know how they're running all the ads about Camp Lejeune. I think they ought to run an ad for the VA system, a uh, commercial. If you are a veteran, please call one eight hundred eight two seven one thousand. Get signed up. Know your know your benefits. Know your locals. You know, and then they should have a VSO one talking about, hey, you know, uh, you know, commercials like that. So, I agree. Uh, I feel like that whole Camp Lejeune thing is a marketing ploy by lawyers. Well, and it, it's confusing it, 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 it little old ladies who are getting DIC from their husbands who died of a Camp Lejeune presumptive. They're wondering if they need to sign up with that law. You know, with that with that lawsuit. And and here's the deal. You know, we don't know how that's going to play out. But historically, historically, the VA will pay you one benefit. Right. We all know right, that. Right. They exactly. will pay you one benefit. So my worry and I've never seen like any. This is just what I know about the VA system. They only pay you one benefit. So my worry is that these little ladies sign up for that Camp Lejeune lawsuit. Are they going to lose their DIC at some point, which is far more beneficial to them right this second? Because who knows how long those lawsuits are going to be in, you know, and, to Jeanette, decide and make or whatever. 
What is what is what is the acronym? Litigated. DIC? That's the word I'm looking for. What's DIC? Dependent indemnity clause. Is that DIC? Is that what yep. is that? Dependency indemnity compensation. Compensation. And that's okay. another thing, you know. So we you mentioned about the guys who didn't get the benefits before they died. You had somebody post something mm-hmm. about that. Right. So so if your husband is a Vietnam veteran and he died of diabetes. Uh, or uh, coronary artery disease, you know, it's not too late for you as a widow to go in and see your VSO and apply for DIC. You would still be eligible. You would still be eligible. Fantastic. That's that's, that's great information. Thanks for that, Janetta. Now, now, Janetta, I got to tell you this little story. So my uncle, well, both of my uncles were in Vietnam, both died. And they both died of cancer. It was very similar. But one of them died, but he had to get divorced in order for him to qualify for benefits. What? Tell me what crock of crap uh, shit that is. Uh, it was in Louisiana. He had to get divorced? Yeah. They're divorced. Because together oh. they made too, too much money. Oh. Okay, geez. so okay, so then he got a pension, not a service-connected disability. That's right. And well, no, 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 no. In order for him to get cancer treatments and stuff like that, he died before he can get anything. Right, right. So, so that, yeah, that's super unfortunate. So it used to be, you know, like VA healthcare was based on your um, income. Okay. I don't know how long ago it was, um, and still in cer- certain cer- circumstances that it actually still is. That's why this open enrollment period is so important. Um, so that's sad. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, and, and, I mean, it's yeah, just, if I they mean, were divorced, then she wouldn't be eligible. That's right. Now she doesn't get his benefits. No, <laughs> think, think about that. Okay. He, yes, uh, see, that's uh, bummer. It, yeah, and, and that's that's where I fought the VA. That, that, that's where I fall to politicians more than anything is you right, should right. not, you should not have to lose your spouse and, and in a cancer situation that they know from Vietnam and make them divorce because, and, and, and that's just it. And you, you can't blame anybody but the politicians because they, they create the laws. They make the rules. They set it up. They're the ones who put the head people in charge and all that. And, and that's something I want people to know. So, I, I mean, I, I, w- I would tell my wife, no. I mean, I'm not going to get divorced. I'd rather die. I'd rather die from it than, than get divorced. I'm going to die anyway. Yeah. Well, and even, you know, like even if at that time he the cancer that he was suffering from wasn't a presumptive, That's and right. now is. Now if they is. stayed married, then she still would be entitled to DIC at this point. Right. So yeah, it is. Oh, it is a long and winding road. It is. It is. And 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 that's just that. That's what's great about having you you on. I I, I <coughs> sorry. I, I I like people to hear straight from the horse's mouth instead of the donkey's mouth. And me and John are the donkey. You're the horse. <laughs> I'm, the, I'm, I'm the good. I'm the good looking donkey, everybody. You know, but hey. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? Us VSOs, we need you guys out there telling people to come and see us. Because I think that there has been disparity historically in our position. And veterans, 
hesitate to trust the VA for many good reasons. Many good reasons. I totally get that. But, um, you know, if we have guys like you that are credible and, you know, telling them to come and see us, it is effective. John has has sent many to me, and I'm very thankful for that. John, 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 she just said I'm credible. No, and I, 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 I'm recording that and sending it to my wife. (laughs) Janetta has been a great VSO. She's helped out tremendously. Uh, one of the things, uh, genetic, if, uh, if you wouldn't mind, one of the things that are out there that, uh, most, including myself, I wouldn't have known about it had it not been for our podcast and our mini communication aid and attendance who, who we just very recently had, a uh, a, a, a close neighbor friend of mine get approved for this. Can you elaborate on what that is, Janetta? Yeah. So um, there's a wartime pension for veterans and their spouses. So if you serve during a time of war, um, then you are eligible for a wartime pension. And if you have passed on, then your spouse would be eligible for that wartime pension. Um so, and that is income based. Going back to your uncle, I'm one, I'm wondering if that's what happened. Maybe right. he didn't have a cancer that was presumptive. So they, um, so then uh, there's the pension, and then there's aid and attendance that goes with that pension. So if you get to a point in your life where you need some help uh, with medication management, maybe bathing, uh, there's a whole list again of boxes, um, and you don't have to check every single one actually for this then you're entitled to a higher compensation called aid and attendance. And that money is designed to help you be able to help people come in and help you with your daily living activities so that you can stay in your home. That it has been a recent initiative of VA healthcare is to keep soldiers and uh, other veterans in their homes as long as they want to be there. Oh, that's, that's badass. Now, is that every state or is that just for everybody federally or is that state? Yep. Yep. That is a federal benefit. Uh-huh. Yep. So that is available to all veterans and the rules are the same throughout the 50 states. Wow. Wow. Okay. And see, and well, this is, this is why you live in a rural area. Yeah. So I'm just going to fill the, keep going with John. So, um, the, the veteran that we helped actually wasn't enrolled in VA healthcare when we all started this out. Uh, and there's a form that a, a doc has to fill out for this aid in attendance. And we had his his primary caregiver fill it out, who I knew and had worked with. And I just said to John, I, I don't think it's going to fly with this. This veteran is a proud man. And I don't think he was real honest about how much help he needed with his primary caregiver. So I said to John, let's get him enrolled in VA healthcare and have him go talk to a primary caregiver there and a social worker and they filled out the form and that is the one I submitted. And let me tell you, I think it's just because like I said, again, the people in the VA healthcare, they know what questions to ask. They know kind of how to get beyond that barrier that veterans likely have when it comes to asking for help. And he was awarded. So I'm not saying it's going to work every time, but Hey, I've had better, better luck. Hey, I'll be be honest with you. It's one vet at a time. That, that that's why I told John. As long as we can help one vet at a time. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Well, you like you like you said, Jeanette. A lot of veterans are, you know, whether it's them or perhaps it's their spouse. 
awfully proud. No one, you know, most of us don't want to ask for help. Um, sometimes it just takes a little from whether it's the VSO, um, a fellow veteran, just a little nudge. Come on, you know, let, let me let me just take a look at it. And if you can just get their foot across the threshold, you know, see, you can help them. They the, just you just got to give them a little nudge. That's why I'm different than, yep. than, than most guys. Man, I walk into that doctor's office and that doctor looks at me and that doctor asks me a question. I'm going to give him more than what he's bargaining for or her. <laughs> I'm dead serious, man. I'll tell you what. I, well, I I got a new neurologist. Thank God. And and I walked in there. And you know, you're going to love this story. So I walk in there and he was like, well, have you ever tried any foot cream? I said, let me tell you the last time y'all gave me some damn foot cream, doc. I said, I put that on my hands. And I rubbed it on my feet, and that last doctor told me that thing was going to burn. I said, it didn't burn at all. I went to bed. I woke up at 2 o'clock in the morning. I went to the bathroom. That's when it started burning. I didn't wash my damn hands. Okay. I can't help and, myself. I got to say, <laughs> you put it on your feet, right, Kevin? You didn't put it somewhere else, right? No, 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 no. I put it on my feet, but I went to bed. <laughs> I wasn't thinking. And so whatever, I, 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 got, I got up to go to the bathroom about 2 o'clock in the morning. My ass was in the shower. I was screaming bloody freaking murder. I was burning so bad. I was like, well, I guess it does burn. And that doctor started laughing. But this doctor, this doctor told me that he is starting to learn about Gulf War illness. It's the first doctor I had that told me this. And and he switched me off of some of my med medication. So we'll see if that's good or if I'm going to become nuttier. And he said, and, and he told me, he told me, Jenna, he goes, Mr. Simon, I have one serious question for you. He goes, if I start listening to your podcast and I start learning about this, would you educate me a little bit more? I said, by golly, I'd love to help you. And believe it or not, I'm going to be working with that doctor on this, man, about because he sees nothing but go for veterans. I'll have neurological Is that right? Yes. Really? He told wow. me that. Okay. Yeah, you know, yeah, and I, yeah, the neuropathy with Gulf War veterans needs to be addressed for sure. Um, you know, and and like I said, I don't know if it's one thing or many things that are causing it, but that is one issue that so many of you deal with. I think, that's, is, I think is, that's more of an issue than fibromyalgia, IBS, or any of them is, is the neuropathy. I'm finding more and more vets have neuropathy than they have anything else. Go for yeah. vets. Yeah. It, it's crazy. Another thing I wanted to talk about, which you guys kind of touched on on your last podcast, was ALS. Oh, uh, yes, yes, if, yes. If any veteran develops ALS, get to your VSO ASAP and file a claim. You will be a hundred percent service connected instantly. Yeah, but, wow. But, okay. Okay, but I, it I is mean, a presumptive for any and all veterans. Really? Re any and all? Any and all? Any and all? Yep. Oh, but the wow. Bad, but the go to the ALS is. Foundation. Yep. If you look up the ALS Foundation, um, yeah, that information is there. That is, and I, I and you know, you tell me wow. why. You tell me why. Well, what's that funny, is, you know, like, and that's just, I try not to like think about the whys because then, you know, we can think about 
the fact that they knew what Agent Orange was doing and continued to use it for seven years. We can think about, you know, all these things that will make us crazy, but that's not what we're here to do, you know? Right, right. And, and but but what's funny is, is that is the only uh, thing in a, in like, because my wife's taking her nursing degree, her last semester, that is the one thing they say about goal for illness that most go for vets get is ALS. That scares the hell out of me because my mom passed away from ALS. You know? I know and you said that, John. So you know how terrible it is. It scares it, me too. I would think it, all these presumptives would scare the hell out of you. You know what uh, I mean? You're like, well, I was there. I was exposed to this. That, I mean, am I just a time bomb or what? Right. No, right. I, it scares it scares the hell out of me every day, every time. You know, Kevin and I we all talk about, well, shit, this is happening or that's happening. What the bloody hell is going on? And all oh, it scares the living hell out of it. But you, you, you try and not let that engulf your whole day and try and take your mind off it by doing something well, else. Well, you can't. You gotta just live for the day, but it is right. you know, a little kernel, I'm sure, that's still there a little bit. This this is the one thing I would tell you, John. You gotta live every day like it's your last, man. No matter what. No, that's and and I and I thank you. I mean, that's it's been a hard. You know, it, it, it's one thing to say; it's another thing to do. Um, and but I mean, Wade and Sarah and many multi all all basically all the guests, you know, are in full agreement of that. And wake up and 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 move forward. Do what it is that makes you happy. And I enjoy. You know, doing what I can to help others teach, whether it's high school students or going down to the veterans home or, you know, helping a fellow vet out with whatever, doing this, you know, trying to spread the information. Because the bottom line is there's a lot of unknowns when I when I say unknowns, the veterans just they're they're just not there's a lot of them that just aren't sure. Well, wait a second. I don't know if I'd be eligible for this. And that's what Janetta does. That's her whole job to help you figure out if you are eligible for something and she'll tell you yes, no, or, you know, she's going to do what she can, but she'll bend over backwards to make it happen. Cause she's done it. You know, she's done it for myself and other veterans. She, you know, thank you Janetta for doing such a great job. It's not an easy job. No, God, no, 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 absolutely. And you know, like, you know, I work, you know, government hours. So I think it's hard for a lot of golf war vets to come and see me because they're working, but it's worth taking an afternoon off or getting off work early to just come and talk to somebody. Even if maybe you're not eligible for benefits right this second, that may be the case. It's not usually, but sometimes it is. Um, it's still just good to connect with that person because those few instances, I'm always thinking about that person, you know, and if something comes across my way that they would be eligible for, I reach out then. Oh, that's awesome. See, uh, now, see, now, that's a veteran service officer right there. I don't give a crap who, that, 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 that's a good thing. I mean. Let me, here, I was just, as I was listening to you, Jeanette, I got thinking about my brother a little bit. Let me, because I honestly don't know the answer to this question. If you're a Coast Guard, and I was, now, maybe it's different today, but it used to be, and it used to be the Coast Guard wasn't, considered part of the military how does that go unless you department were of homeland security war. say again they're they're they used to be department of uh, defense now they're department of homeland security where where i was going with this even if you're in the coast guard and you weren't 
uh, part of a war or weren't active during the war, you're still considered a veteran. I mean, can you still go in then to get VA help? Ooh, good question. <coughs> I mean, you know, the general rule is if you are issued a DD-214, then you are a veteran, right? Like okay. that's kind of the general rule. So, um, but with the Coast Guard, they do have some different forms and they kind of fit in and there's no like, in you know, every situation is unique. So I would tell okay. your brother to go talk to their VSO. Yeah, no, no, I appreciate it. That's, I just, I just curious because I got to think about, well, my brother served. It wasn't during wartime, but I mean, you know, does that mean, because I, I honestly didn't know the answer to that question. I was like, but I, we I don't had, know. But we had on our show the guy talking about the Coast Guard guys who were on his ship. You remember that? Yeah. And I'm yeah, surprises me. Are, I mean, I, I don't want to say like every single person who served in the Coast Guard is a veteran, but mostly they are, yeah. Even though they don't go any further than six feet deep. I'm just kidding, guys. <laughs> I'm just kidding, Coast Guard. That's a joke. It's oh, a Navy thing. I know it's, you're calling them a knee deep, right? Right? Because you're, you're what? You know, okay, there's lots of different deep. ways to serve. Yeah. We'll have to different ways to serve. But we got to have some fun. <laughs> yes, yes, that's true. Uh, hey, I, I tell you, the, the ones the ones that get me. Now, Jenna, when you're sitting in that office, can you tell when one of them comes in when they're like a Marine compared to somebody who was in the Army? That's hilarious that you say that. I could always tell the Marines. I'm, I'm telling you. Always. Really? You know, the thing about it is, yeah, you know, it's just, it's such a strange dynamic because, you know, really, like you guys are told to keep whatever happened in your, you know, kind of like what happened in the military stays in the military, right? Like, right. that's a code a little bit. Except for your VSO, go talk to them. You know, go tell them everything, you know? <laughs> and, um... Yeah, you know, so I could always tell, you know, a Marine because there's always a look on his face. I'll say, can you just tell me a little bit about your service? And they'll respond with, I'm a Marine. <laughs> like, right, I'm right, I got that. I have your DD-214 in front of me. <laughs> like, <laughs> I need a little more. I need a little more than that. <laughs> because, like, even when I cut hair, I can always tell if somebody was in the Marines or in the Army when I sit there and say, yeah, yeah, I was in the military. Oh, you're an army, huh? Yeah, yeah. When a marine sits down and gets his haircut, I'm like, "Oh, you're in the military," and he's just like, "Yeah." Oh shit, you're a marine. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Why are you asking me about it? What do you want to talk about? Yep. Mm -hmm. it, it is. You know, the the army guys are a lot nicer than the marines. I love you, marines. I love you, marines. But you know, I'm right. Y'all are y'all are just straight to the point. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> You know, and army There's guys a reason are like, why yeah. they're called jarheads. Yeah, that's know. right. <laughs> well, John, do you have any more questions? No, I just want to thank you so much for coming on, Janetta. You've you've actually uh, yeah. told me some things that I was completely unaware of. Um, so this is great. And Janetta, yeah, you I'll, I'll be happy to come back again, and maybe next time you can see my face. I'm so sorry, <laughs> I don't know what's going on here. Uh, well, I think once the pack that goes into full measures, I think we should have her back on. And and and, yeah. and once you read up on it and you start learning it more, and you you can send John a message saying, "Hey, I want to come on and let's strictly talk about the pack that and and, and well, what I it think, means." I think 
Jeanette, I think would be kind of interesting to have you sit on our round table with, yes. with, uh, with, with Sarah, Sarah and Wade. I think that would be, be great. Yeah. But let's get yeah. the PACT Act going. And, and once, once you feel good that you really know the PACT Act, because I'm not going to read it, just to let you know, because I don't like reading. But <laughs> once you read it, hey, at least I'm honest. Uh, you know, please, I would love for you to come back on. Absolutely. I would be happy to. This has been really great. I hope that I helped somebody get connected with their VSO. And again, if you walk in there and you're like, this is not, this is not it. Just, just try again. Don't give up. Move to Iowa. (laughs) (laughs) Move to Iowa. It's awesome here. It's 34 degrees and rainy. Yeah, no. Oh, and and I want to tell everybody here. It was 14 degrees here where I live. Kevin's not built for oh, that crap. Oh, you live? Wait, 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 whoa, 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 whoa. I know it was negative 40-something, 50-something where y'all freaking oh, live. But, that's, okay. That's, that's terrible, like, 14. Yeah, but that's like y'all getting 105-degree weather, and we're going, oh, poor babies. Oh, my God. You know, Did you have to go out and use the blow dryer on your on your pipes so they wouldn't freeze? Are you kidding me, man? I didn't give a crap about them pipes. I stayed assigned this to the fireplace. <laughs> hey, I can honestly tell you I'm a wimp. I, I do not take cold very well, and that's why I live in Texas. And y'all can stay up north and have all that cold weather y'all want to. <laughs> I know it gives us something to talk about. <laughs> I know when John John sent me a text message of, of how cold it was. I was like, hell no. No, no, God's yeah. green earth. What I that live. was pretty brutal. Hey, I will say, yeah. Yes. I mean, I, John's little butt didn't go outside at all. And, the and, hell. and there ain't and, no, there ain't nothing little about me. I mean, I, I that's a I good am point. Not a small person. But John, you wanted my, you wanted my happy ass to yeah. go outside. Do you a freaking snow angel? Are you insane? I, I, I asked him to make me a snow angel, and he hell told me no. <laughs> and, and so. I, it, I was, it was, was no angel, bro. Like the snow and Freaking forty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, nothing's moving at negative forty. Nope. Including my fat ass. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Man, no, yeah. I, I've been next to a fireplace with begging just for more heat. But Janetta, I really want to thank you for coming on the program. And uh, I mean, I learned so much from you. It has been a blast talking with you. And I definitely hope you will come back on. I would be happy to. It's been super fun for me, too. You guys have a great rest of the night. Yeah, you All too. Right, y'all have a good night. Care. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Talk to you soon. All Bye-bye. right. Thank you. Thanks. Speak again soon. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for listening to Go For Side Effects. If you have any stories you would like to share or just have any comments or questions, please email me at kevinsimon at goforsideeffects.com. Just to let all of our listeners know, we have opened an online store. All proceeds will go to helping veterans connect. The link will be in the description below.